Hey, hey, the following is a clip from our latest exclusive Patreon episode. So if you're intrigued and want to hear the entire episode, head on over to www.patreon.com slash dark night of the podcast and become a subscriber. You'll not only get access to this episode, but all of our monthly bonus episodes. So check it out. Hope you enjoy. Bolt your windows. Lock your doors. Check your closets. Look under your bed. And then, prepare yourself. For it's another episode of Dark Night of the Podcast. Roger, this is your mother superior, and you need to be punished. I'll take it I've been very naughty. <laughs> I can't even deal with this fucking that's about, the, that's about the extent you, I oh, have for, for You know what I can deal with is that goddamn fucking old woman voice you just put on my... Talk about <laughs> talent. I know who the new Mrs. Claus is going to be in Mrs. Claus too. <laughs> I think we we're, we're we're such a talented duo. You write and perform your own songs. I can do you know voice impressions, and we will just have our own two. two it's a two woman band. show. Heading to Vegas soon. <laughs> yeah, heading to Vegas. <laughs> Katy Perry, who? Oh my God, Troy! Let me tell you. Already, this is ten times more entertaining than anything we witnessed within the movie that we're reviewing. Um, which is which for all the wrong reasons, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, first of all, we got it. We got to say ho 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 hoes to our Patreon subscribers who we are doing this specifically for you guys for your for your continued support. Uh, so thank you guys. As the holidays approach, this is your first exclusive episode for the month of December. We're sorry it's a little late into the month, but hey, we're getting it out, and you will also get your second bonus episode before December ends, and we will let you know what that is at the end of this one. But for all of our... um, We're just going to get right into this. Oh, my Um, God. Lucky them. (laughs) Lucky them. It's kind of... We're kind of doing it backwards. Because you guys are going to hear this episode before you hear our next main regular feed episode. Our next regular feed episode, guys, if you have not listened to our All Through the House episode, which just dropped, please go and do that. But you will discover that what we are covering next week is the iconic classic film. There's no other film to cover uh, you know, right before Christmas other than... Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original controversial classic. Yes, I'm so excited to talk about that with you. So it was my bright idea, Roger, for our Patreon feat. I was like, oh, Roger, I got the perfect idea. We will cover Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 for Patreon. Yay! I swear to God, Trey, if we lose... patrons <laughs> we're gonna lose at least i will log in them. after no i'll it'll be funny i'll log in after we post this and we'll yeah be absolutely because <laughs> you know i bet you anything that they're clamoring for a review of this pile of garbage but it's garbage day here at dark night of the podcast so i guess it's fitting it's fitting and if anything troy i will say this it just makes watching this it just made me want to watch silent night deadly night 
the first one that much more. Well, you you basically did when you watched it. Uh, true, true. But it's such a skimmed down, watered down version, void of any suspense or terror. Like they literally just bare bone their way through the whole goddamn movie. Um, but I'm very excited to review that with you. And I will say that for as bad as this movie is, I know we'll be able to tear it apart. And it, I, I can assure the listeners this is going to be quite an enjoyable episode it may not be an enjoyable movie but it'll be an enjoyable episode because my laundry list of notes is just scathing although roger you realize there are people that actually like this film they exist well they've been very very fucking naughty and i hope and i hope that ricky (laughs) comes for them too punishment is absolute absolute so silent night deadly night part two what is there to say? Yeah. What is there to say? <laughs> right away, I remember, okay, I remember the fuss around Silent Night, Deadly Night when it first came to theaters, the, the controversy, which I'm sure we'll talk about. I, I try to want to avoid, it's going to be hard, but I want to avoid talking about the first film as much as possible in this episode because we are reviewing it next week. So I'm just going to say right away with, I remember seeing the box art for this film when it hit video shelves because I mean, I think it had a very limited theatrical release, but it mainly made its wide debut on home video during the VHS days. And I remember even as a little kid seeing this box art and being totally uninterested in it (laughs) compared to the, compared to the iconic box art of the original film with these, with the, you know, Santa going down the chimney with the ax This one basically is a Christmas bulb with a hand reflection of a hand holding a gun. Um, And you know how I feel about guns and slasher movies, Roger. So right away I was like, uh, fuck this movie. Yeah. I can't think of anything less enticing than a fucking handgun uh, (laughs) in the reflection of a Christmas bulb. It almost makes it look like, and I guess in a sense in like a, if you do some weird, like, you know, roundabout connecting, I guess, in a sense, it makes it look like a home invasion movie, sort of. Or like a, a police procedural, which also has yeah, that vibe yeah. as well. Yeah. So right away, the box art to this film doesn't even hold a candle to the original guns and slasher movies. Please don't. And if you do, don't be stupid enough to put them on your box art for your movie. Okay. The only time a gun works, if it's like a wink at the audience or like a joke or a pinch of humor. But if you're trying to like seriously impress me with a gun being wielded as the main weapon handled by a killer in a slasher feature, you're going to lose me right off the fucking bat. I'm right there with you, Troy. Yeah. Uh, well, and the film opens with some very melodramatic piano music. A nice, there's a melodramatic pet piano score that runs through this film that doesn't sound Christmassy at all. First of all, um, it sounds more like a lifetime movie of the week. Uh, so right away, the score is a little disjointed from the subject matter of the film and let's be honest this film to me roger is not even really a christmas themed film oh no i i agree completely one of the biggest issues is that um i would say a majority of the film aside from the flashback sequences which i don't count because they were not filmed for this movie but a majority of this film feels very much um 
void of anything Christmas or holiday related up until the final like 10 minutes where they like kind of try to cram it in there. But I mean, everything else about this movie really does not feel like a holiday horror film in any way from the seasonal uh, energy. The first movie was so, so much like set in the Midwest, like it's the snow and the environment, everything about it was just so Christmas. It, it felt pure Christmas. This is stripped of all of that. The setting is lovely, but it does not lend to that season at all. And it, there's like very limited decor. There's very limited anything. You get some Santa imagery, but again, yeah, it feels very forced into the storyline, trying to tie it to the original film. Um, and so, yeah, I agree. It, it doesn't feel seasonally appropriate to call this Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Yeah, no, there's nothing Christmas about this film at all. I mean, nothing. I don't even know if the film, well, I guess, yeah, it does. I was going to say, I don't even know if the film takes place around Christmas time, but obviously it does. But let's just get to it. So after that, we get we get introduced to really Billy, or not Billy, Ricky. Ricky's socked feet in loafers takes up a prominent, you know, part of the opening of this film. Uh, until we kind of slowly scan up and see who is apparently, well, not apparently, it is Billy, the killer from the first film. It's now his younger brother who is grown up and he's apparently 18 in this film, even though he looks to be about 45. This fucker. <laughs> it's, I mean, I've never seen somebody who's both super hot and really hard to look at at the same time. 